This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's going on in your life? I'm Jared. I'm having a tough week. I'm going to okay. um, be real with you. I'm, la- so- I'm laughing already because we started and I, we've held back on having this conversation because you sound a little different today, but go on. Yeah, so I got on um, in an effort to look perfect for my wedding. My vanity okay. got the best of me, and I decided to get um, lingual braces, which are braces that go behind your teeth. The behind the teeth braces. They're ba- right, and the plus is that you can't see them, and the negative is that I sound like this, um, <laughs> and they're they're like very uncomfortable and very. Pain- this might be the single worst decision I've made so far in my thirties. I would say. So I have questions. <laughs> I massively is, regret this. This is your worst <laughs> 30s decision. And you started early because you're, you're 30. So I'm 31. Yeah. 31. So this is the worst decision of the 30s. Um, I appreciate that. Now, I guess. So you were looking at your pictures. You're like, I want to have perfect teeth for my wedding day. Is that the is that how this starts? I think I've said this on a different episode, but it's like the what your wedding kind of feels like the last chance you have to like change anything that bothers you about yourself physically. Cause it's <laughs> you know like, the ex- it's the built in excuse that you don't seem more vain than anyone else, I guess. Right. Right. And it's like, you know, there's these professional shots. You're going to like, you're paying all this money for the dress and the flowers mm. and all the other shit. And you're like, you know, if I'm not going to get it now, I'm not going to get it ever. And like that's the, it's the kind of thing where I like I kind of notice it. It's not like a huge bother for me, but like I see it, especially when I'm doing like those Q and A's. I see like my teeth. And I'm like, oh, I wish they were like my bottom teeth. I wish they were a little straighter. Did you have braces growing up? No, I didn't. My mom got she got braces for my two. My, she has eight kids. She got braces for my two oldest siblings, and then mm. she was like, oh, "It's expensive. The rest of you are fine." <laughs> good luck (laughs) yeah she's like yeah the rest of you can figure it out um so i didn't have braces um and now i'm like fuck these braces i really i wish like i already paid for them or i would like take them out well it makes sense that you never had braces so you didn't really know what you were getting into have you had braces I had braces growing up. And oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, yeah. They hurt. You. They're uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, you should have said something. Well, I, that's, that would make it harder. Like, I, my teeth, I look at sometimes and I go, uh, you know, could I? one time someone responded to my Instagram story. Some people just don't know how to talk to people. Someone, one time someone responded to my Instagram story and it was like a face to the camera selfie video. And they're like, wow, it's so great that you don't care how fucked up your teeth are when you, you know, you're just you. And I was oh my like, God. what? Yeah. And I was like, I don't think they're that fucked up. I like, don't think you have fucked up teeth at all. Yeah. Like I have one tooth that might be a little long. It's like the dumbest. It's only shit I would notice. But, and this person apparently. But I, right. because I've been through braces, the idea of like getting them again, I'm like, ugh, I don't. I, I wouldn't yeah. want to deal with it. I didn't really realize it was like going to be this annoying. It's um, annoying. And they it's tighten annoying. them. And I'm like, I'm like, fuck, like. I'm it's it's also it's like pain like you said it's uncomfortable it's like kind of painful mm-hmm. I have this fucking lisp and I record like five <laughs> podcasts a week and I'm just kind of like you had to be so vain that you put it's not even like I had well, some necessary med- dental medical thing I'm like you're so fucking vain that you couldn't take a, one or two teeth out of place and now like Every time you speak, you're reminded of what an idiot you are. <laughs> well, I would <laughs> even further. Well, the, so even further to your vanity, I don't know if you've thought of this yet, but it's even it's double vain because you didn't even want them on the outside. You were like, I have to hide them behind 
Yeah. And, you know, like I'll put them behind my teeth so that no one knows I'm doing this. That's that's another added layer. Joke's on me. Yeah, it's joke's on you. clear. <laughs> <laughs> well, whenever I've seen someone with adult braces, an adult with braces, there's that initial thing of like, you kind of... And this isn't right, but you kind of look at them, you go, I think we've gotten an email in the past about adult braces. Like, you do have a moment where you go, look at that. That's kind of weird. Adult braces. Then you go, and then you, like, stop yourself. You go, oh, they're just trying to better themselves. Good for them. You know, like, I, like I'm excited for them. Like, they're getting right. a, a, a set of teeth that they can be proud of, and they're going to feel so much better. Like, this, so I would, to me, the mistake is not putting them on the outside and just dealing with it. You think I should have put them on, like, had full, like, yeah, you, I mean, middle school braces? Yeah, you own a company. Who the fuck cares? I, I, and I think, like, I think Mike would be sitting there being like, this is kind of hilarious. You know, like, I, I would Oh, he think- thinks the lisp is kind of hilarious, definitely. Yeah. Like- <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, I, I, I would have gone on the outside, but why didn't you do, like, Invisalign? Like, is, why wasn't that an option? So, I think I just went to a shitty orthodontist who was like... Okay. It, <laughs> Uh, Invisalign, like you have to take it out before you eat every yeah, time. But, but it, it, I think it works just as well as this would. I, am I? I don't. But I don't know. I'm, I'm saying that out, out of my. Ass. I'm not sure. I mean, hope they say this should go away. This list, but I have after like a couple weeks. So mm. I'm really hoping for that, and I'm practicing all my S's. Um, but yeah, I feel like a fucking idiot. Um, I'm like, well, very annoyed that I have them in, and that's how an my week's been. I, I get. <laughs> I get it. I think it's great. You'll end up, listen, you're getting married in the fall. It's going to be, you'll be happy you did it. When do they come off? Like, how long has this happened for? Well, when I, when I went to the consult, she was like, definitely have it before your wedding. And then I went back and I put them on and she's like, you know, like seven months is kind of tight. Like, we'll see what we can do. I'm like, no, you're going to take these fucking things off me before then. Like she got you in them. And then she's like, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. After the end, she's like, oh, and the next two weeks are going to be like kind of miserable. I'm like. They're already fucking plastered to the inside of my teeth. It's just like malpractice. I don't. <laughs> yeah, she just had to get you to sign on the dotted line. Then she's like, ah, and, and also you're going to want to um, make sure that uh, you can't eat for three weeks. But good luck. You know, it's only. Seriously. <laughs> I do not. And like, and here's your orthodontic wax for when your tongue is completely cut up by like all oh, of yeah. the. Because it's on the inside. Your, yeah, I don't know. I should have. I think I should have done a little more research. But here, <laughs> this, here I am. I mean, for on. someone, for someone that is, you're you're pretty, you know, like organized. It seems the, mm-hmm. but it it does feel like you did this on a whim. It was a little bit on a whim. It's a little cheaper, also than Invisalign. I should have just paid the more. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm reassessing my whole every choice <laughs> I've ever made right now. Well, I'm happy for you. I think it. I think you're gonna enjoy it. It's gonna look great. Um, I I think red flag deal breaker. You're on a first date. The guy shows up and he has the same story you just gave. Um, I'd be a little turned off. If <laughs> 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 I'm being honest. Hey, um, and, and like literally everything you just said. You know, I, I kind of did it on a whim. I got something coming up. I know it's vain. I put him on the inside of my teeth. I'm going to be and he's got the list. He's got the list. Oh, of course. He's got to have the list. Um, yeah, I mean, I hope I would be more understanding than I am to myself. <laughs> um, but I would definitely be turned off by it. And um, and I'm moving on Friday. So that's exciting are you? for me. Well, good for yeah. you. Where Are you stay, staying in, we could say it, you, you're a Brooklyn yeah. person. Are you staying Brooklyn? No, I'm moving to Long Island City. Whoa, that is an unexpected uh, change. What what got you? The bigger apartments, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, we're getting a very large two-bedroom, and the deal was great. And I'm just kind of like, I don't really give a shit about living in the cool neighborhood anymore. I just want like a massive <laughs> amount of space. Because I've been, I've been sitting next to Mike in this room. Yeah. Like, our bedroom is not big enough to work in. So we share... Yeah. One lip, and we have to coordinate all our calls and like all the other shit. And it's just sucks. like, it's tough. I mean, like, it was fine at first. It was kind of fun at first, and now it's sure. like, all right, like, shut the fuck up. Do you know what I mean? Well, a couple questions. No, uh, first of all, no. <laughs> first of all, no offense to the people in Long Island City. It's you guys got a cool time. To to the, those not living in New York, there's basically like. 
you know, you could live in, people would live in, you know, Hoboken, New Jersey, Jersey City. Those are kind of the Jersey areas. Then there's the city. There's, you know, there's Lower East Side, and that's kind of younger. West Village, that's kind of older, but still like chicish. Then you mm-hmm. go to like Chelsea's, a, you know, a, a nicer area. Then you go Upper West is a little bit older. And then, you know, Harlem is good too. And then Upper East. And I'm explaining all the neighborhoods, but then. Some people will go to Brooklyn because it will be, you know, there's more cost effective and it's a it's a fun, cool area in Brooklyn. And now Queens, their kind of area is Long Island City. Astoria is really where people go in Queens. But Long Island City is kind of like it's is that the same as Astoria, would you say? It's a little it's it's I would say similar. It's I don't really even know that much about the neighborhood, but it's more Brooklyn. I mean, I live in Williamsburg now. It's a pain in the ass to get anywhere. There's like one subway. It's all traffic. It's kind of. Yeah, it's just like it's not close to anything. I my parents live on Long Island. Mike's parents live on Long Island. So Mm -hmm. like it's very inconvenient to get there, even to like the train. So this is more convenient. I think we'll also get get a car, um, which will be convenient as well. Long Island City and and um in Astoria are like cool up and coming areas. And they, uh, some of the best Greek food in the world. Um, that's what they say. Yeah. So I, I it's think definitely it's not the coolest move. neighborhood. I would no, not, I would not say, the coolest. Yeah. I, <laughs> not the coolest. I think we're all in agreement. Sure. But it, but it serves a purpose. Like I, I knew that you would have a bigger place just by going there. Like, you know, it's uh, a whole thing, but I, um, that's, that's amazing. So, you know, you, all the betches, all the betches, Sammy, Aileen, and yourself. You guys are big movers. We move all the time. You guys move <laughs> all the time. Well, I mean, I moved in with Mike. That was two years ago. Yeah. And then... Um, I mean, Does Aileen it, move every six months? I don't know. I feel like I'm watching on your Instagram. She loves like redecorating and moving. I mean, she just bought a house, so I think that... I assume she won't be moving that frequently sure. once um, she's gotten there. But we got into this fight the other... Get, I think it was... We, hadn't been, we, had, we haven't gotten into like a fight in a bit. Mm. which is considering our living space is actually pretty impressive. This is you and, and Mike. Ye- yeah. And then yeah. yesterday I'm working out in our kitchen. He went for a walk, like in the beginning of my workout and he's coming back from the workout and I'm on the last 10 seconds of this like hit class. Sure. And I'm like going at it. There's 10 seconds left. He fucking like walks right in front of me. Like, like, <laughs> In front of the computer, like I'm like, and I'm just, I, I literally freaked out. I was like, you can't yeah. wait ten seconds. She's, yeah. she's literally counting down this ten seconds. This is the you big had, moment had, I get to. <laughs> right, like you had to, you had to walk across the room now. Ten seconds, and he's like laughing at me. I'm like, are you laughing? <laughs> I'm laughing too. I like. <laughs> I had a mental breakdown. I felt almost bad. Then I, you know, I cooled off and I felt kind of bad, but it was like. I mean, I'm like, is, we got to move. Is Betches going to go back to the offices at any time? There's, there's, uh, this is kind of the new way you guys are doing it. Yeah, we're hoping to go back like when all the other offices go back. Maybe not five days a week, but sure. we haven't really figured out the logistics of them all. But we're, we'll, we will go back. We have a nice... You haven't even seen it. We have a new office, huge podcast room. It's Can't wait. state of the art. Listen, um, Pete, I, 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 think a lot, I think a lot of relationships are going through those moments right now. It's been a long year plus now. <laughs> and I get it. Like you're working on, you know, you guys are both trying to make, you know, trying to make it in this mixed up crazy world. And I, I get that. It's hard to like be on top of someone that you're like, you know, go for another walk. You know, like right. I, I, I have that when I go to my parents' house, they have a Peloton and my dad and mom don't consider being on the peloton like they're like we can talk now i'm like there's a class going on oh yeah (laughs) like during a class and i'm like and i feel rude because it's like their bike it's their house and i'm like trying to shoo them away yeah (laughs) and my dad's like so and and then i'll be like i'm in the class and he'll go (laughs) he doesn't take that as i'll go away he just goes yeah i'm not a big class guy i like to play my music i'm like (laughs) right as if you were just telling him about your yeah, the, he doesn't like think the class. He doesn't think the classes like do any different than his. And I'm like, well, you're absolutely wrong. Like, <laughs> like I need the the person going ten nine eight seven six five. Just like you're saying, right? Wow. But I'm excited to move. I'm excited to get a little mystery back into my relationship. <laughs> I think that's the um, that's really like I think will be like the best thing for it because it'll just bring a little bit more. Like I don't know exactly what you're doing. 
all fucking all day. All the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand that completely. And listen, if any of you guys are dealing mm-hmm. with relationship things like Jordana's talking about, send it in. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Is there anything else going on at Betches before we get going? No. What do, you, what do you have going on? I know you've got some shows coming up, right? Stand Up is coming back, trickling back uh, to some of the other cities that have been a little bit later to things. So I'm going to be in Albany. I'm going to Albany. Um, I'm going to... Uh, and then dates that are coming up. The fall is going to be a big time for me. But for now, I got like... Um, I think Atlanta's on there and it's all coming. But if you don't see that on my website, then it's coming. Just it, the links are coming. Jer- Just sit Jer- there refreshing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're trying to get, <laughs> like pretend it's a vaccine appointment. Just keep exactly. refreshing. Eventually it'll pop up. Jaredfried.com. Oh, also my my special is on YouTube. You can watch it. I know I've talked about it at, you know, too much at this point. But socially distance, of course. It's all 35 minutes of COVID material, 2020 material. And it's now also an album. So anywhere you stream music, you can listen to the special. So Spotify, just search my name and subscribe to me. Apple Music, uh, Stitcher, Pandora, all those. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck-thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins Multi-Active Cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins Multi-Active Cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, Clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. What are we talking about today, Jordan? Today, we're talking about how do you know if someone is just responding with what they think you want to hear when you're setting your standards or boundaries or expectations? This is an interesting question. Um, I've already read the email because we, you know, we have outlines and we're more organized than maybe we seem. Um, <laughs> I, I have a lot of opinions. It's interesting that like, you know, we've been doing this podcast long enough and, and I've said many things. You've said many things and, you know, people pick and choose and, and then just run with it. It's like when I it's like when I hear intermittent fasting, I'm like, oh, so I'll just stop eating for two hours and I'm good. Like I just like. So when I hear like what do you when you're setting your standards, boundaries, expectations, you know, like sometimes people run away with it. Do you know what I mean? Right. I think sometimes people do that with all advice where it's like mm-hmm. they take like the parts they like from it and they're like they don't really consider like the context that they're doing it in. 
Yeah. Um, do you know what I mean? It's like if someone told you to exercise more and then you were like running while you were on a phone call, like a business call. It's like understand the context of the advice. <laughs> yeah. And, and um, if I if I ran for four steps and then I stopped and I go, yeah, I did run. <laughs> you know? Like, right. They're not fully grasping um, the bigger picture. And, and also people are going to tell you what you want to hear. So like what they think you want to hear when you're setting your standard, like that's, that's kind of a human thing, especially when you're first getting to know someone, you're kind of trying to like figure out how, how do I get, everyone wants to be liked, you know, like, and, and that's dangerous sometimes, but that's also the reality. That's definitely, I think we should get into the email because I think it'll, people will sure. get a slightly better sense of context. Do you want to read this since I, yeah, have, I'll uh, read. I'll go. I have a verbal impairment? I got gotcha. you. <laughs> Hi, Jared and Jordana. I'm a huge fan of the podcast. I've listened to almost every episode and I love your honest advice. I'm 26 years old and about to graduate law school. Feel like I'm finally entering, quote unquote, adulthood. I also want to find a relationship in the wild west of dating that is NYC. I love Jared's spiel about spiel, right? That's how you say that. Spiel, spiel. I think, yeah, is the Yiddish, the, is the, <laughs> is the Yiddish pronunciation. As the Yiddish would say. Um, I love Jared's spiel about owning your standard. My question is, see attached, how do you know when the guy <laughs> is just saying what he thinks you want to hear? This dude is 34 and loaded. Who the fuck plays polo upstate on their own horse? <laughs> that literally has nothing to do with any of this. this yeah, that was how loaded he is. Un totally unnecessary. Yeah. And, and I'm not sure if it's my trauma and baggage telling me he's bullshitting me or if I should go on a date with him to see if we're compatible. What's your take on discerning genuine behavior versus complete bullshit, forever skeptical? So now we have a screenshot. Um, right. well, let's just read it. You ready? All right. Yeah, I'll be her. Okay. Um, and, it's, and it's from the dating app. So that means, that, that means something here. Right. So it's on the app and she says, I'm looking to date to have a relationship with the right person. If that's what you're looking for as well, I'd love to meet for drinks. If not, I understand and wish you the best. He writes, hey, hope your exam prep is going well and glad to hear you were able to get in a long run. It's gorgeous out. Ha ha. Feels like we skipped spring and went straight to summer. <laughs> I, I love that he just doesn't even... Like, I, my first response would be, yeah, I'm looking for it. But he's like, right. he's, <laughs> like, how about, right, as if it were like an elephant in the room. Yeah. That like, like the weather. <laughs> but first, I will get into that. But first, like, how yeah. about this spring weather? <laughs> yeah. It's, how about it? Uh, and then he writes, absolutely. I'd like to date with the goal of building a relationship, ideally one that is strong, meaningful, and fulfilling. I'm glad that seems to be something we're both looking for. My number is blank. I'd love to get uh, get drinks or eat sometime when you're free. Now, Jordana, what do you think about this situation? Does this guy is this guy bullshitting her? Well, here's the thing. Mm. I don't even think like when he says bullshit. When she says like bullshitting her, like I think this person would be open to a relationship with the right person. That doesn't mean that he's going to date you and be in a relationship with you. Like, what are you, I don't understand what she's hoping to get by saying this on the app. I, I can understand. I think when we say owning your standard, like it's about sending this text after like a month and a half of dating and wanting to take it to the next level. Mm -hmm. Right. And to gauge where the person's at. This is what I want. Are you ready to go there with me? She's asking like a blanket question of like, are you willing to go there? And it's like, sure. I think almost it, the answer is almost like, yeah, with the right person. Sure. But that doesn't mean anything. It's like, right. It, uh, she must have graduated law school with like contract law as her like, I don't like as her. Right. I don't a, see what she's trying major. to get from this. Well, she's trying to get him to make a statement that she she would agree with. And then she got the agreeable statement. And she's like, well, that's bullshit. Like, like she right. got exactly the, and you know, and I understand her question. You're right. Like it's too soon. This is all too soon. This is a person, the person writing in, and I'm not saying, I, I, I think we all have this, so I'm not trying to like besmirch her, 
But I would say that she is trying to avoid any emotional hurt that could ever come by getting in front of it. So she's like, as long as you're looking to date uh, with the right, I'm looking to date to have a relationship with the right person. If that's what you're looking for as well, I'd love to meet for drink. It's like, yeah, that's, I would assume that. Like, and, and listen, that's not, that doesn't mean someone can't get burned. How else should he answer this question? You know, right. like, like I, I guess. Okay, in the in the ch- in the off chance, the only way that this email is helpful is in the off chance that he's like really just look. He's looking to hook up like immediately, mm-hmm. and like that's really all he's looking for. And he's bad at like, sure. If he was like, oh, actually, I'm just like looking to hook up, or I'm in town for the weekend, like, sure, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> There's but, like a. But- you would assume at this point in the conversation you would have felt that out. That's the thing. She doesn't even tr- right. trust herself to feel that out. She's trying to get a contract written up so that they can go on a first date. And it's like, what happens on the first date if they have a great time and they make out at the end and he never calls again? Is he a dickhead for having go- – like, I think, like, the, I think this all stems from – and I, I think, like um, – like, listen, I've said the sta- – we've talked about owning the standard, and that's a huge deal. But the standard changes and has to be realistic at every step in the race. The standard when you're on the dating app is I only go out with guys who take me on dates. Right. And, and if it's the like converse- one step ahead. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is she's already she's trying to. And it's like he's not going to write back to like if you're looking to like that's what everyone. I mean, the problem is I think this all stems from this whole idea of I don't want to waste my time. And, right. and, and I think what people need to realize the difference between wasting time and not wasting time. Going on one date with a guy that you enjoyed talking to on the dating app is not a waste. Of, and it not working out is not a waste of time. Like I that, 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 right? Like I, I, I and yeah. I think she, she's Going out with looking, a guy for two years that won't call you his girlfriend is a waste of time. Exactly. So. <laughs> When you're on the dating app and you say to someone, hey, this is like we ha- you have a nice chat with someone. Hey, this was really nice. Uh, here's my number. Would love to do drinks sometime. Let me know where and when. I'm down. Done. Done. He does that or he doesn't. Then you go on the f- – and then you have to like leave that chat. Good chat. I want the date. Okay. He makes the plan. You go on the date. Was it a good date? Like I think she wants everything agreed to before she even spends a minute on this guy. It's like right. that's just not how it's going to work. Uh- it's also just like unrealistic to think that he would even know that. Like imagine you're talking to a recruiter and you're going to go on a job interview and you say to the recruiter, like, listen, like, is this person looking to like hire someone like <laughs> right away? And like, cause I'm looking to like be hired, like, yeah, like right away. So I'm, I'm only going on this interview. Like if I'm going to get hired, they'd be like, well, you have to see, if yeah. it's like you know what i mean like yeah their their intention is to eventually hire someone but that doesn't mean you can't just go on the interview if there's a guarantee that you get hired otherwise there would be no interview exactly so and, and this is someone putting their feelings in another person's hands she's got to take control of her own feelings she's got to have taste so you go on the date like oh he's loaded who has their own horses maybe and and that's a different story maybe she got like his whole spiel about horses and she's like, is this guy a bullshit artist? And then she asks him a question that is easy to answer. And then he answers it perfectly. And she's like, I think he's bullshitting. It's like, how else? I, I just don't really understand. Like, if he had come back and be like, well, like, I, I and I, let me, I'll say something that in defense of, of, of her, men generally, the ones who want to fuck you and the ones who want to be with you act the same way. So I do understand how confusing and how much you like want to just shed the dudes who just want to fuck. But there's a lot of dudes out there and a lot of people just generally that make their decisions uh, based on a, a combination of things. And one of them might be getting physical with you. And that might be part of their decision-making process on the third date where they go, you know, I'm really enjoying their time, but we haven't been physical yet. And now we've gotten physical and I don't really feel that part of it. And now I'm kind of out. And it's like, well, other people kind of don't do it that way. Right. Well, here's my question to you. Are there guys who go on dating apps and go on dates like this, who talk to girls for a while and then they 
and they're not looking for, they're in no way going to be in a relationship with anyone that they they date like they're I, not i don't they're just think- looking to hook up on the apps and like sort of deceptively pretending like they are looking for something bigger I don't think guys operate in that way a lot of times. I think like, and I'm speaking generally, but I think a lot of guys are very, you know, very short-sighted. And Mm -hmm. they're going, yeah, like just the way this guy said. Yeah, like this guy. I I, I go on a date with the goal of building a relationship. I'd fuck along the way. You know, like, like, is he supposed to say that? Like, for it to not be bullshit like i you know i think there's guys out there that are going yeah if i meet the right person i'll do it but they're they're but but let's go on this date first and have fun and see if we have a casual fun time you know what i mean like they're not going on that first date like like you don't meet a lot of guys who talk about their hoe phase (laughs) (laughs) like you know we the hoe phase for guys is just being not married you, that's you know, life, right that's just, just life it, that's just life so if you think of just every guy you're going out with is on his hoe phase i think maybe you'd be better off like it, it just like you'd be better off maybe like turning down things that are beneath what you'd like like it's like this guy if he says if he asks you on a date and and the date is come over to my place say no to that date that's when you own your standard that's when you go oh this guy's right. in his hoe this guy this guy's living out his hoe phase you know yeah, I think the standard. I agree with you. I think the general. If you were, if we're looking for rules, I think the general rule with standards is like, what is the thing I want to do next? Like, what is yeah. the actual? Like, not like six years down the line because that's an unrealistic thing to ask someone. Also, vague questions get you vague answers. So if right. you sit here and go, "I'm looking to date, uh, date to have a relationship with the right person." Like, I don't even know what the fuck that means. If that's what you're looking for. Like, I'd be like, yeah, of course I'm looking to go on a date to have a relationship with the right person. I want to be a happy adult with, you know, a family and a picket fence and, uh, you know, a wife who, you know, we fuck all the time. Like, of course. What am I supposed to say? Right. Yeah. (laughs) I just don't think this is a question that's going to get you very far. No. And it's like, and I get it. You're asking the question because you want to protect yourself. You're in law school. So you've learned about verbal contracts. And it's like, okay, it's... uh. I, I think it's get a little bit more ownership of maybe right. being hurt from this situation. And that's okay. Right. Also, it's like if he's if he says this and then he's not interested after two dates, are you going to be like, but you said you were looking for a relationship? <laughs> like, right. yeah, I was. it's not going to save you. It's not going to save you. <laughs> you guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims. And with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their T-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy. They're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down. And you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble. And it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi whole body deodorant. It's the game changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com, L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. 
making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? Let's do it. This one, I love this one. I, I have to say, I just love... This is a fun one. I love the person, because I'm going to get into it, but I, I love the person who wrote it in. I just, I, I, I can feel their nostalgia in it. Did you have that <laughs> feeling as well? I, I liked it. Yeah, it was very, uh, I got the full picture. Hi, J&J. At 45, I may be your oldest listener. I don't think they are, but I, I appreciate... We have a lot of... I get messages all the time from, like, moms. Like, like being, like, I, you know, older than... 45, you're young. Like, there's... I've Way older than this. Like, it's... Mm-hmm. Uh, so, at 45, I may be your oldest listener. Found you a couple years ago when I was going through a midlife crisis. <laughs> I like that we're the podcast, that, the, the home of the midlife crisis. Someone's, someone has a mental breakdown. You got to, it's check time out. for you to check out this podcast. <laughs> yeah. One of them's got braces. The other is fucking out of his mind. Yeah. It's a great podcast <laughs> for you to check out. Profesh. <laughs> I was going through a mi- uh, midlife crisis and I needed something light and funny to take my mind off things. I'm still here with you riding out quarantine and enjoying you as much as ever. Well, thank you. The following story occurred roughly 25 years ago, but still ranks as the absolute most awkward sexual experience I've ever had. I'm glad I, I caught this the second time I read it because I didn't, I didn't understand the 25 years years ago part, and it's actually pretty relevant. It's the like, most I relevant. Over that when I was reading it for the first time. Yeah, and also, it feels like we're in the episode of Friends where they like think back to like high school. Like I feel like. Yeah. Like With the you know, mohawk or something. Yeah. <laughs> the emailer's hair has changed. They're wearing '90s stuff. I guess they're dressed as a, a Gen Z person at this point. Um, <laughs> uh, I was visiting my then boyfriend one summer in my college years. We were sleeping in separate bedrooms at his parents' request. One morning, I snuck into his bedroom to wake him up with some morning head. Woo! Love this. Scandalous. Great. It's fun. It's college. I love it. It's relevant here to mention that he had a waterbed. I mean, this is, we've taken a trip back 25 years. Have you ever been on a waterbed, Jordana? I don't think so, but I remember being, and it sounds like this is 25 years ago, so it was like, what, 1996 or something? Mm, yeah. And I feel like at that age, at seven years old, I, that was like the coolest thing. Like you had seen, heard about it. Sure. Kind of like, you know what I mean? Like I remember being like, I would love to have one at seven, but maybe they were in then. Is that like, My, the, what was the I, peak well, waterbed I think, time? I think it was the eighties, but then you had the nineties. It kind of trickled into, because I agree with you. My cousin had a waterbed and my brother Ooh. wanted one in the worst way. And anytime we'd go to my cousin's house, you'd sit on it. Like, could I do it? Like, would it be fun? <laughs> you know, like, and my brother would like, be like, I got a hat. And we ne- my parents never got it for him, but he always wanted a water bed. Well, now he's an adult. He can get yeah. one for himself. Right. And he just got a new bed and he didn't make the splurge. So, um, <laughs> so it's relevant here to mention that I had a, that he had a water bed. Uh, so I rolled on to on. <laughs> hold on. Let me read this correctly. It's relevant here to mention that he had a waterbed. So I rolled on into his bed and started my good work, riding the waves and getting the job done. I love this. This is hot. Literally the 
quote unquote moment he finished, his mom busted through the door without knocking to wake him up. In a flash, he pulled the comforter up over my head and I froze there in child's pose between his legs, <laughs> under the covers, not breathing, trying to make myself as small as possible. His deflating dick still in my mouth. God. <laughs> I can hear the balloon like, wee. <laughs> um, not only did his mom walk in, she came over to the bed and sat down next to him on the waterbed, inciting a virtual tsunami. I tried, I tried to cling to his legs and surf the wave while also trying to not to fall over or make any sudden movements. Meanwhile, she started a full-on conversation with him. Is the girlfriend still asleep? What are you guys planning on doing today, etc.? He tried to act casual and get her out of there. <laughs> and finally, she rested her hands on his thigh, which was actually my back, <laughs> patted him and said, I love you. Oh, my God. She's still got the cup in her mouth. Oh my God. <laughs> then she I love you. I'm going to Yeah. Then she said, Do you want me to go wake the girlfriend up? Him. Absolutely not. Of course. <laughs> she finally <laughs> made it made it out of the room. He whipped the comforter off me and whisper cackled. Fuck that was close. Get in your room. Run, run now. I'll come wake you up in a second. Look both ways. Don't get caught. In the end, everything worked out, and Mom was none the wiser, I think due in part to the weird, wavy nature of the waterbed and the ambiguous shape I made under the comforter. We think the lump my body formed looked like he was laying there with his legs bent and knees up. Wow, they really discussed this. This was definitely a trauma-bonding experience for me and my boyfriend as we are both now married to other people. Okay. <laughs> With wow. children and still friends today. I hope you get a laugh out of this. Love the show. Wave Rider. Uh, wow. This is, uh, this is great. And she writes a very nice PS. I'm not going to get into it, but thank you. I, this is a really nice email. What do you think, Jordana? What do you call this one? Um, below Dick. Ah, that's great. I there, love there below deck. <laughs> a little water theme, <laughs> nautical. Nautical. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 she wrote Wave Rider. I called it Wave Runner because she's got to run out of the, uh, like, a wave, like a Wave Runner jet ski, but like, because she had to run out of there afterwards. But that was my only thought. Oh, what, like do you, that. What, 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 what do you think of this situation? Um, I love it. I think it's very, um, <laughs> it's one of those things where if you don't, I mean, if you did get caught, it's a funny story, but the fact that you didn't, it's like your little, I think there, there's something about, um, having sex with someone like in their childhood home, which is like, mm. feels very like, um, forbidden and like hotter. It's definitely, you know hot. What I mean, it's definitely hot. You're like, this is a bed that was used for a different time in their life. And now. You know, I'm here. I'm taking over. Yeah, it's very hot. I think I agree. Right. With that. So I like that aspect. The waterbed. I've got to get on the waterbed. I've never. I don't think I've you ever gotta tried. See, I, I think they tried to make a comeback recently. And but I mean, people, it definitely moves like it's definitely a Is different it comfortable? sensation. Um, I've never slept on one, so I don't even know. But I it's definitely a little different. Um, And what she says with the waves, like there is like a movement to the bed. It doesn't, it, but not as much as maybe the 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 writer um, insinuates. I I think it's right. like a, but it definitely has a different feel. Are they for kids? It. No, adults these were like them? for adults. Like I I I think like the waterbed thing was like for like skeevy adults. Like it was for like you know a single bachelor being and like come check out my pad. yeah 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 right. It'd be like you know the the person I would imagine the person with. Uh, a, you know, a way, you know, a, a waterbed also has leather couches and neon signs and shit like that. So red flag or deal breaker, they have a waterbed now in 2021. Oh, totally fine with that. I just, I think You're that's like, it. yeah, like, I, especially if they were like, yeah, I, I had one last chance before I, you know, I, the problem is if you met someone with a waterbed, like that might be what they're like, they need to sleep. Right. Like, they're like, that this is the only weird. way I can get to bed. And you're like, well, I got to get to bed, too. How are we going to do this? Yeah. And I have to see how comfortable it was, I think. Yeah. It's I, I but it's beds a little are gimmicky. So, it feels it's a little gimmicky. gimmicky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, at least it's I would be more put off by it being in the 80s than now. Now I'm like, wow, what? What got you here? Like, so unique, right? Yeah, you're not even. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> you're like trying to bring back a trend. Like that's crazy. 
Yeah. Red flag or deal like, breaker, the mom touches your back after you've just given <laughs> given head to the while side. my while the penis is in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Um, deflating. <laughs> I feel like I would figure out a way to get the penis out of my mouth. Yeah, you'd have to get the I don't penis. feel like it would need to be in there. No, no, no. You gotta the whole time. Yeah, it's <laughs> child pose. <laughs> oh my god. Have um, you ever had anything like that happen? Uh, a run in with your mom or dad or anything like that? Um no, not my parents. What about you? I've never had that. Um, my parents are pretty good about like, hello, we're coming. They're also loud just generally. So like you just know like everything in my house. Do you have girls like sleep at your house? No, not specifically. But I, you know, I my my house just when someone's coming, it just sounds like a. A, a stampede of Jews coming at you. You just say, "Oh, come out!" You're like, "Oh, they're coming!" <laughs> just a bunch of Jews stampeding Boca. Yeah, it just oh sounds God. like that. So it's hard to it's hard to not know when they're coming. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear. Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable, and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age, and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Should we do another email? Yeah, let's do another email. You ready? UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Keep sending in your emails. We love your emails. How to handle meeting the parents when they're already biased against you. Hi, Jordana and Jared. This is my first time writing, but I found your podcast in 2018 after a bad dating experience and have listened to your back catalog and every new episode since. I love the pod. I've learned so much from both of you. Thank you. I met my boyfriend last year at the start of August, started with virtual dates, and eventually in person have grown closer to him over these past seven months. He would sometimes acknowledge how dating each other during Corona has us living uh, inside this insulated bubble of bliss. And while he's enjoying every minute, can't wait to have restrictions lifted and begin a new level of our relationship where we confront the day-to-day tests and challenges of quote-unquote real life together. He wants us to grow together, he's often said, and I'm beginning to see the first big challenges on the horizon as people start to get vaccinated and the idea of meeting his friends and family outside of Zoom is starting to become a real possibility. Last night, I met his friends for the first time on Zoom, had a great time. After it was over, he said he was happy to see how we got along. And this was an important thing he needed to see to feel that our relationship is compatible with other people he also cares about in his life. He has met two of my friends through Zoom, too. And while it was a little awkward, they said they liked him, too. We haven't met each other's families yet. But they both know about us. My parents are open to meeting him when the time is right. But last night, my boyfriend was very frank with me and told me that his parents aren't too happy about me. Essentially, because I'm 34, my boyfriend and I are four months apart. And ideally, they want someone who's six to seven years younger than their son. It's very specific. It's the most specific. Okay. And also a very weird thing for the parents to say to the son. But I I guess weird to me. He comes from a large family and apparently has a female family member who married at 38 and is regarded as desperate among the family. Okay, well, that's not very nice. If all this sounds pretty ageist, sexist, and unfair, I know. I realize women have biological clocks, but I feel that's already going to be hard for me to keep my cool with his parents if they're openly hostile to me about things I cannot control like my age. They also would love for their son to marry someone with his same ethnic group. 
But from the sound of it, they do do have diverse marriages within his extended family. So this may be something that can be accepted later on. My boyfriend said to me last night that he would like me to meet his parents, but first needs to ask them if they're open to it. Given that they've already expressed about me, what they've already expressed about me, he also told me that he doesn't want there to be constant microaggressions directed towards me by them if we decide to stay together long term. Ultimately, he said that he wants to see how we interact with one another and wants to then evaluate it. What is he, the fucking coach of this team? It feels like she's like going through, like evaluate. Like I don't like any of this. I don't like any of this. And also just, it just sounds like he's got a clipboard out and he's like, okay, let's see how you do on the 40 and then maybe we can get married. Yeah, I don't. (laughs) An eight, is it an eight, is it a 10? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, if we are compatible long term in this realm, family is important to both of us. While I love him and he loves me, I fear that meeting his parents will be a make it or break it moment in our relationship. What do you do to prepare for meeting parents who already don't like you without ever meeting you? Is it worth it to stay and hope things improve on that front? Should my boyfriend be taking more active role in this if it doesn't end up turning uncomfortably hostile? Thanks for your advice. What do we think, Jordana? All right. So that yeah, that whole paragraph made me very uncomfortable. I would say um, it's okay to have parents who are fucked up and have fucked up views. You can't con- just like you can't control like your age or your ethnicity. Mm-hmm. You also can't control who your parents are. Sure. But what you can control is the way that you are presenting them and the way that you and how seriously you take whatever their opinions are. Mm-hmm. So I don't fault him for having these parents who have this very like seems like old school again sexist sort of opinion about the woman that he dates should be but i do judge him for listening to that and letting it affect any aspect of his relationship also the way he brings it up to her as as if he if she passes these tests that he's kind of creating right is is really not the way to go this is just i think i i I actually think he in there was another I would part, be turned off by that aspect of it. Yeah. 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 The way he's presenting it is like, OK, well, I'm like, I think there's a way to like, like to me. If he really was invested in this relationship, he'd go to his parents first, not you. Right. Like, he's going to say to his parents, are you open to meeting her? Yeah. He would and, be and, like after telling her, hey, just to let you know, six years old or six, you know, the, I is going to be an issue with them and you're not my ethnicity, so that's going to be an issue with them. Like all these things, it's like, well, that's not her problem. Like right. you like me, so it's your parents' problem. Exactly. You know, and, and she says, here's the other thing. I do believe he's saying all this to let her know that like, hey, I'm not like – I think when people do this to the, I think he, it's like a version they're of setting, like, they're setting it up to make themselves not look like the bad guy. I think they're setting, he's setting it up for this won't work out. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, it's not yeah. going to work out and it's here's not my se- fault. Yeah. Here's the seven reasons it's not working out. And I never took advantage of the situation. I dated you seriously. Like it's almost a way to be like, I dated you seriously, but these other things came up. So he can't get like blamed for like, oh, you just wanted casual during a set amount of time. Do you know what I mean? Right. I think if he presented this like, my parents have these views. I don't agree with them at all. Mm-hmm. Like they want me to, they have, I understand, like I, they are in my life and I understand that like the views that they have are like outdated and not right. And I really love you. Um, I just want you to know that going in so that you're not uncomfortable because like they might say something and I hope that, you know, sure. I would hope that you, I just want you to know that I don't agree with any of these things. And like, I don't agree that they should be saying that I'm going to stand up for you. But the way he's presenting it is like, and I don't know if you're going to pass the test. It's but all like, too, it, yeah, it's convenient yeah. for him. It's actually, it's, this is to me like someone like going, uh, we should do dinner this week. And then you go, okay, I'm free Tuesday. Ah, Tuesday. I can't do Tuesday. Uh, okay, Thursday. Oh my God, I ah Thursday doesn't work. And they kind of are looking to get may, credit right. for saying we should do dinner. You know, like, and she's kind of buying it and I don't buy it. I, I, the way it's presented this, if it, to me, in a, if this guy loved you and, and saw this as the relationship and he needed to introduce you to his parents, 
he would have gone to them first and then been, and then did exactly what you said, Jordana, and been like, hey, just to get ahead, this could be a disaster because they're fucking uh, – they're from an old way of thinking that I don't believe in anymore. That's, that's how it would right. be presented. I agree. And because you didn't do it like that, I think Here's you, the, you can and should be turned off by that also. He, yeah, absolutely. And also, I'm going to read a sentence that from her email. They also would love for their son to marry someone within the same ethnic group. But from the sound of it, they do have diverse marriages within his extended family. So this may be something that can be accepted later on. It's interesting that she takes that approach. She she ranks that kind of um, like her own investigation at the same level as exactly what he's telling her. You know, like he's telling you, my parents aren't good with this, 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 and this. And then she goes, well, there are some other things there that don't have, you know, that they've, it's worked out for them. So I, I guess it, it will be okay. It's like, no, listen to right. the things he's telling you, not the things you've assumed from pictures you've seen on Instagram. Right. And you don't want to go into this relationship already feeling apologetic for who you are. No. Or going I, I, go into this meeting. Like, I, I, I think this is not the one to me. Like, I think the way he's... What do you think? Like, I agree. And again, it's not because he has these parents. It's the way that he's approaching it. Yes. And the way he's approaching it, to me, and I, uh, it sounds like a kind of a liar's way out to me. I agree. Should we play some games? UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Yeah, let's play some games. You ready? I'm ready. Red flag deal breaker. Hey, J Square. Love the podcast. Here's a red flag deal breaker for you. He lost his phone months ago and won't get a new one. <laughs> I, I don't even know how this person's operating. Like, how are they living? <laughs> I'm doing 12 hours of screen time a week, and this guy's just like, ah, guess the phone's gone. Oh, my God. Like, if I don't have my phone for, like, 20, if I left my phone in a cab, I, like, have a mental breakdown. Absolutely. One time <laughs> my phone, I turned it off, and then I turned it on again, and it took a minute, and I was, like, uh, sweating from, like, the minute of <laughs> waiting for the Apple insignia to come up. I went on a date with this guy I work with back in January, and he mentioned that he had lost his phone a couple months back. I asked him when he was going to get it back, and he said, eh, I don't know. The lost and found guy got COVID, and he's been out sick, so who knows? I laughed at the time, oh but God. also, yeah, that's this guy, I, I don't know. How'd they get together for the date? I laughed at the time, but also thought it was weird since our job requires you to have a phone to communicate with clients. I asked him how he's been texting and calling people, and he said, you know, just using my iPad. Oh, my God. Oh my Anyways, God. we didn't go on any dates after that, but I'll sometimes see him at work. Fast forward to April. I ran into the other day to see if he's still using that iPad. Maybe it's a good thing it didn't work out because I'm not having uh, – because him not having a phone for a solid six months now would have been a deal breaker for me. What would you guys say? Love – Kiss me through the iPad. What do you think? Deal breaker. I mean, I have to say, um, when I first started dating Mike, his phone was cracked. Mm. And he didn't fix it for a bit. And I was a little turned off by that. <laughs> so, But if he had no phone and he lost and he didn't get a new one, I think that would be even worse. So I think now out 26-year-old me, like maybe just a red flag. That's a deal breaker for me. I, I would take this as like, you're almost not like, responsible. You're just too not in the world for me. Like, I'd be like, hey, did you Get see it this? Together. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, like, I, I don't know how you're dealing. Like, I, I, maybe this is, I don't know. I guess maybe they have less anxiety because they did, but I would be anxious. I'd be like, what's going on? Like, I don't know how to get places. I, you know, I, I'm pretty dependent on my phone, but I, or just be like a normal functioning member of society with a cell phone. Like that's exactly. all, that's, the, that's the minimum bar. And I would assume that this person's lying. Like I would, I would be like, like I would think that they were just saying this to me on the date so that they didn't have to get back to me. Right. To me, it would just it would the lack of urgency for like doing normal things. I think would be a a turn off because then it's like, what else are you just gonna like let do <laughs> not do you, take care of? Do you care about anything? And right. This is kind of one of those things that you would wonder, what do you care about? Like, what are you in a rush to do? And if it, I need someone to be in a rush to do certain things in their life. Agreed. Let's do another. Next. Hey, J&J. &J. 
My friends and I are cracking up about this situation. What did your take? I matched with a guy on Hinge. The prompt of his, com- uh, of his I commented on was my biggest date fail. And his answer was this. When I was 16, I took a girl to dinner at the Cheesecake Factory. Pretty good, right? I lost my wallet. Then her mom came and paid for our food. I thought that was pretty funny, and we had a good laugh about it. He asked me out. I'm sure the mom few- thought it was hysterical. What's that? I said, I'm sure her mom <laughs> thought it was hysterical. <laughs> yeah, she's out 50 bucks. Yeah. Um, um, he asked me out a few days later, and I agreed. And he said he would look into some options. This morning, he texted me suggesting none other than the Cheesecake <laughs> Factory. That's our first date. Seriously, not in a joking reference to his profile at all. We are adults. We live in a big, fun city with plenty of options. Why on earth would we go to the Cheesecake Factory? I told him I didn't want to recreate his teenage date fail, and he picked another place. Do you agree that this was weird? Red flag or deal breaker? He suggests your first date happens at the same chain restaurant. His impromptu says he had a massive uh, failed date at. This is not a good ad for the Cheesecake Factory, I got to say, because I I feel like the Cheesecake Factory is the quintessential like high school, college first date spot. Oh, it's really? Like, I never yeah. I've never been on a date at the Cheesecake Factory. I, really? I got to be able to I got to be able to like dig into my Chinese chicken salad on my own. Oh, I, I was <laughs> taken to a couple Cheesecake Factory dates. I mean, like it, it's like a. I don't, you know what I mean? I'm on, on Long Island. Like there's one on Long Island that's mm. by the mall. Like it's very. Listen, when I see them, I'm brought to a place, but it does. It, it, it is interesting that like, like that you're, you're specifically putting it in high school, college. Like, let's say Mike was like, Hey, let's go to the Cheesecake Factory tonight. What would you say? I mean now? Yeah, sure. Sure. Great. I Great. I mean, I would be I would be down if it was like our first date. Like I would be turned off by that. Like any sort of like large chain. You wanted to take me to Westville and I wasn't into it. I remember. (laughs) I love Westville. I I I talked about this on a podcast that I did. Just the idea of like. um, That like our generation now makes the decisions for like businesses. So like. Uh, like a place like the Cheesecake Factory is from our parents' generation. Like our parents love a place like that. It's consistent. It's um, it's large menu, large menu, large chairs. It's comfortable. They give you a big iced tea. And our generation likes um, likes when places look like we thought of them. Like they look, that look interesting. That look like they, mm-hmm. like I call these areas of the country like millennial comforters. Like where you go to a bar and it has like outlets under the under the seats like uh, under the bar and you're like oh i feel good here like i was thinking right. of uh, i feel I safe to, have you ever been to a first watch no first watch is like a chain um breakfast place but their whole thing is like it's basically like a brunch place but it, the you know but the the tables are like wooden and they got the cups are you know are mason jars it was basically from the creative mind of a millennial who was also planning a wedding like it's all speaks to <laughs> sensibilities of millennials so it's interesting to see that like we hear cheesecake factory we're like ah oh, that's from 20 years ago because that's when a different group was in charge of these decisions and then you go to first right. watch you go oh i love an eggs benedict and a mimosa of course you know like and and you see wood tables and there's pictures of fruit on the wall like we it just feels better for us and it's it's interesting that she's like can you believe he would take me to the cheesecake and i do think it it's the strangest part about this is that he doesn't say like hey want to recreate the date like that would be actually funny i agree that's the weirder part where he was like if it was like kind of a joke yeah and this doesn't feel like a joke like if 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 a woman said to me like hey let's do the first day of the cheesecake factory i'd be like what made you want to do that and she's like i just haven't been for years i'd be like okay cool like it wouldn't be a deal breaker but it would also i would have a question right well the first date location that you pick i feel like does tell you a bit about someone that's true i think it it, it shows do you know what, what I mean? they yeah it, i mean listen if a guy says come to my place i'll cook you dinner it's not really an effort that that's like a fake effort you know right or even like you know let's get coffee or let's take a walk and like they're all they all are like little things you can judge someone on anything on the first date that's why i'm like now i'd go to the cheesecake factory but if that's where you're taking me on the first date that's like your spot like mm. 
that's a different story <laughs> to me. It's a little bit of there's a yeah, I I he has to Who am I to judge it. anyone? I we got braces. Listen. So listen, brace face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, let's do one more. Uh they leave. They leave for work early in the morning and they watch the video doorbell to see what time you leave their house after staying the night. I mean, if if they do that and I don't know about it, fine. Sure. Yeah, it's a <laughs> it's a weird thing to be told about. Like I would right. I, I could see myself look, doing yeah. that. Yeah, of course. Like I, I curiosity, you know, is within all of us. I, I I think the, they the say weird something part about it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, how 902, huh? Got a late start today, huh? Like I'd be like, <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> I like, agree. If they look, I would look totally fine. If they're being and, judgmental yeah. about it or weird. Totally. I'm, I'm yeah. out. I, I don't like the, you know, big brother watching. Agreed. Well, we solved dating again, Jordana. We did it. We did it. Thank you guys for bearing with me um, through my. <laughs> speech patterns i'm gonna give this a few more weeks <laughs> or i'm gonna rip them off i think so, you're already getting i think you're already getting better really towards the end of the episode yeah yeah i can i can feel you getting more comfortable just uh, talking with them i i can't believe you got the behind the teeth ones that's great well it's defeated the purpose because i just told all of you that i have them so <laughs> well at least discreet. you could take some pictures and no one will know this, there we go this this horrifying period of your life. We'll be back on Sunday with the Sunday special. Keep spreading the word. Keep telling your friends. Bye. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at You Up Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.